Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with hosts Amy Babinchek, James Kernan, and Carl Polachek. Produced by Kernan Consulting and for the international MSB community, we are dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. The SMB Community Podcast is sponsored by Kernan Consulting and the Millionaire Mastermind Peer Groups. If you're looking for a small, more intimate growth group that will help you with your strategic planning, sales and marketing, and helping hold you accountable in a professional but fun way, then come check out the Millionaire Mastermind Peer Groups, mmpeergroups.com for more information. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the SMB Community Podcast. This is James Kernan with Kernan Consulting, and I am here with my good friend and industry veteran. He's got uh, quite a decorated uh, history and, and career. We'll talk about uh, him in just a moment, but uh, welcome to the program, Mr. Val King. Thank you, James. Uh, enjoying being here today. Looking forward to our conversation. So I've gotten to know Val here over the past year, uh, very much an impressive man and a uh, man of many talents, but uh, the uh, CEO and founder of, of White Hat Virtual, an MSP out of Austin, Texas, and also Ascent Portal, which is a, a rising uh, cybersecurity uh, channel organization, but also have got a decorated history as a IT executive for healthcare and for banking and so forth. So I think he's going to lend a unique perspective. Normally, I have people on the program that represents just one of those three things, and, and you represent all three. Get to know you a little bit. Why, why don't we go back in history? Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your background and how you how you kind of got into IT in the first place? Wow. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a long show today. All right. <laughs> uh, so... How I got here was um, helping some employees in a former career figure out what to do next. And one of my employees uh, got into the business of designing IT systems for business. So JD Edwards One World coming from an AS400, which begins to date me or current iSeries into the open kind of Windows-based systems today. Anyway, uh, that was my Helping him get there helped me understand that this career was even out there. So I, I got here from the standpoint of, of consuming every bit of information, um, began selling and understanding it. And uh, over the course of time, we came to realize that a, a few important truths, which I thought were being missed, one of which we in IT are a support industry, right? If we thought that uh, employees were going to be more productive with a notepad and a number two pencil for $1.34. That's what we would give them and spending an average of $5,000 a piece on computers and monitors and software and everything that goes with it. Um, but in, in IT, uh, we as in the industry tended to focus more on the bits and bytes and the boxes, the, the green blinky lights, if you will, than on the people actually sitting in the chair being productive. So that to me led to the founding of White Hat some 11 odd years ago. Uh, and then understanding that as the more I talk to people that probably the third or fourth most expensive item uh, for a business is their IT infrastructure. And from the various business owners I've talked to over the last 25 years um, or other leaders, that's probably what they know the least about. 
Um, so that was a, a concern for me. So that that helped me kind of get to a place where I could use analogies and stories to to help people who had the responsibility understand what they were paying money for so that IT wasn't just a hole in the floor that would suck down every dollar you fed it. It could actually be a productive part of their business and something they could understand and not feel um, uncomfortable or, or at the mercy of, of somebody else uh, playing with, with their future, right? Because all of these companies, yours, mine, others, I mean, for me, there's a couple of hundred people out there that rely on a, a check every couple of weeks, you know, not necessarily employees, but employees and spouses and kids and everything else. So yeah, yeah. It, uh, it became important to me to just from my own experience to to put something together for companies that would help them make better decisions that took care of all the little faces they're supporting in their own organizations uh, and that they're actually getting the value of out of their IT dollars, that they're actually doing something for them. It's not shelfware or, you know, sticking a t-shirt cannon out the window and lobbing hundreds into the parking lot. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's something we talk about all the time on the podcast that, you know, most small business owners don't understand the value of IT. You know, a lot of them just look at IT as an expense and not as they should, they should be looking at it as a competitive opportunity in their business to, to differentiate themselves and, you know, to make more money or to save more money is how I would always say it. But some maybe key points or key things that you guys would do to help, uh, help resolve that problem. Uh, I would say first and foremost, it's important to understand that uh, IT is, is broken into a few broad categories. There's, there's the general, probably what's traditionally thought of IT, the, the PCs and the servers and the infrastructure. So there's the IT stuff. And then there is IT security around it now. And then there is a compliance aspect. And so you really need to pay attention to all three. The compliance aspect might be just making sure you've got a cybersecurity insurance policy with uh, and meeting the requirements of your carrier, but that there are there are three legs to this stool uh, that you need to pay attention to. We would look at the the IT side to drive the productivity, security to make sure we're protecting um, your assets and uh, protecting your reputation and how you do business. And the compliance side is uh, with cyber with uh, cybersecurity insurance, just as one example, is making sure you're doing the things you need to do. So that if there is a problem, you've got a backstop. There's somebody who is behind you. Where IBM says the average IT breach costs a company four million dollars, there's lots of companies that that could not take that punch in the face. So we would rather avoid it. So. That's yeah. the, the broad picture. I would say the next uh, most important aspect is for any business, small, medium, or large, IT support is and the costs associated with it, how well that's being executed is what's driving the rest of your IT strategy. So that's a place to look and understand. If you want to take a very quick pulse knowing exactly zero about IT, there's two or three metrics just around the basics of IT support that will give you pretty much a, a good 80% picture of everything going on in your company related to IT. That's, uh, that's excellent. I mean, and you brought up something else that's kind of newer and, and more important, or, uh, not even newer, but it's just becoming increasingly more and more important. It's really compliance and uh, more and more end users are falling into that category. 
And and then you brought, uh, you know, IT support was one. I think you said security was number two, and then the compliance was number three. Here's a quick funny statistic. I, I think it's about 10 years old now, but I still remember it vividly and, and laugh at it. I think about 10 years ago, it was um, coffee. More businesses in the United States spent money on their budget in, on coffee than they did on, on IT security. And we got to have our priorities. I, I, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I still get a kick out of that. But uh, anyway, now obviously that's not the case uh, because everybody is vulnerable for an attack and, and compliance, again, is so important. And I know that's something that you guys really specialized on at White Hat. And that's what made you guys uh, so successful. And then I think that's also a driving factor of, of what you are doing with Ascend Portal. So um, uh, why don't you elaborate a little bit more on the services that Ascend Portal has available for the channel? Uh, and, and even uh, uh, direct, but Ascend Portal came out of the need of, of working in both the healthcare and the financial services industries, which, which faced regulation um, yeah. Kind of long years, years and years ago, almost uh, twenty years ago, I guess in in some instances. But I was in a position where we weren't. We had a compliance requirement. I mean, there was a regulatory body asking us to to get in line with HIPAA and then eventually high tech, which were um, pieces of legislation um, built to to make the healthcare industry pay attention and take care of our data. The most expensive data out there on the black market is data that healthcare has. Uh, social security numbers, things along those lines that are very difficult to, to change. Uh, and um, so it was, it was incumbent upon them. So I found myself in a place where uh, we had to be compliant and nobody was interested in being compliant. So Ascent was a portal product we built, software as a service, and it's, I guess, been in Skunk Works for us for some eight years of, of we built it, really built for me on the problem I had with, uh, I don't want to live my life managing security, right? I've got a, like every other small business owner, you've got a million or many, many birds in that nest that you need to feed. Security is one of those things, everything from simply locking the doors at night to cybersecurity. So Ascent was built as a tool to help organizations manage it by exception, right? Put something in place, simple to understand, doesn't take a, a degree or you know, some special IT person in the dungeon somewhere to make it work where you can do the things you need to do, protect your business, but still have the time to go focus on the things that make your money. So Ascent was built to deliver that. Uh, and we've had it out in the market for, I guess, about a year and a half, um, give or take, uh, officially. Uh, and, and fortunately, what has worked for me all those years ago is, is now working for the people, which is exciting to see, watching people solve problems uh, in and hopefully a lot simpler way than they've been doing it with spreadsheets, if at all, in the past. Yeah, and I and I love technologies and stories like yours that you kind of grew up grassroots MSP. Uh, but but on top of that, you had the experience in the healthcare and um, uh, finance side around compliance. You saw the challenges that these end user executives that we're all calling on every single day you know firsthand because you were one of them what challenges they face and uh you know what a good msp looks like and what a not so good msp look like so 
you formed your own and then grew. And then on top of that, you uh, developed a channel tool. So uh, to me, I just, I love that story about how experienced you are and how valuable it is. I, I've seen you guys really grow uh, immensely over the past uh, year and a half. So what are what are some of the other services? Let, elaborate a little bit more on uh, Ascent Portal. You know, I know there, there's pen testing and VDI. Uh, yeah, at a, at a very high level, I'll, I'll just cover white hat very quickly, managed IT services, doing security and doing compliance and even managed virtual desktops. We strategize with organizations a lot on work from home since the pandemic of, of how to do that well from a technology perspective. And on the Ascent side, it's uh, getting right from a compliance standpoint uh, from everything from cybersecurity to uh, if you're regulated and have some sort of framework or frameworks that you have to be in compliance with, making sure you're there, and then wrapping the services around that from a security perspective to provide the expertise in terms of baseline assessments and doing remediation and really everything you need um, to be successful um, with a compliance program, you know, from a from a channel partner perspective, or again, even direct, and that I don't want to put you in a place where you're going to fail, right? I say all the time, I can make myself look stupid. I don't need a vendor's help. So we've, we've tried to we've tried to put pieces around it to to make sure you're going to be successful. I I don't like buying, you know, buying, paying money, subscribing to things that we don't use, that we don't get value out of. So it's yeah. Really, all the supporting services around Descent were designed to make sure that not only will the product work for you, but there's services around it to make sure that it's meaningful and that it 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 will it will create value, uh, or or you know we'll we'll come back and 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 die trying basically because I don't want to waste anybody's time or money because I really don't like mine wasted. What what is the uh, what does the rest of your security stack look like? We we all know a good security strategies layers. You know, it's just not one tool fits all. Uh, what, what other complementary uh, tools besides Ascend do you guys use at, at White Hat in your security stack? So you're you're correct. It it takes really a village of products. I think there's some 1,900 odd products. I was I was uh, uh, recently uncovered that that occupy the security space. So. From our perspective, it begins with um, the the low level pieces that we've had for uh, a long period of time. You know, antivirus, any malware tools to take care of really just table stakes, elevating that into um, end user cybersecurity training. Which I'll tell a, a quick story on because it's very much tied to your coffee story, in that. Uh, 93% of what we do spend on security, which is less than coffee, probably, um, we spend 90, 93% of that budget, we spend on stuff, software and tools. We spend 7% on the actual humans. Uh, now, what's interesting is 83% of our breaches come from the humans. So, exactly. <laughs> So, you know, I don't know, coffee straw, I don't know what we're spending, but it's but it's nickels compared to the coffee bill. Maybe it's maybe it's the supporting creamer and sugar bill for the coffee. I, I don't know. But <laughs> so it's it's very important to train people. You know, we right. we develop our people to to be helpful and to step outside of the box and, and try to understand your needs as a customer of a small, medium, large business. 
uh, and figure out how to solve them. But in many cases, those very tactics that we teach people uh, to be friendly and to have good customer service skills are the very things that get preyed upon by bad actors. So we want to, so the, the next tier is making sure there's good training in place, even to the point of now there's even risk assessments that identify the risk of each individual employee in your business. You can establish a risk profile for, for the individual humans. That's, which is kind of interesting. It's like a, it's like a health insurance look at your business. Right. Um, but right. Anyway, it's it, that's not where the that's not where the middle of the road is. Just suffice to say that we see that on the horizon already. We're we're down to beginning at the at the very fringes, beginning to assess the risk individual employees bring to our business. So, past that, uh, moving further up the stack, uh, SIM and SOC tools. So, what the heck does that mean in plain English? But effectively, every human, every day, um, computers write down everything you do. And on average, you create about 15,000 um, log entries or things that a computer or printer or something is written down just while you're doing your day. Uh, right. So these are these are um, really computers because a human doesn't want to do it. it. sits in front of all these logs, assesses all of it, and looks for anomalies and problems in your business, kicks those out um, to a bunch of humans sitting around looking at monitors 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and tackling those problems for you. Um, and then wrapping that up with you know, um, intrusion detection and prevention. But the, the short version is to say, making sure that we've got all the appropriate layers in place between right. the very vanilla training your people uh, to uh, identifying and trying, trying to keep things out. But if things do get in, making sure that we see it as soon as possible and can take action. But hopefully that's a that's a good enough answer without going too far in the technical weeds. Yeah, no, that that was perfect, and and uh, that makes a lot of sense. And and I know uh, I know my community loves the tool. So uh, how how can people get in touch with you to see a demo, or uh, what what what's the best way to reach out and connect with you? Uh, email address is is probably uh, the easiest, uh, val.king, V-A-L.king, K-I-N-G, at whitehatvirtual.com. Uh, and really what I would like to do is just understand where, where people are, right? Uh, uh, less about sales and more about just figuring out where companies are today. If you, if you don't understand IT in your particular environment, give me a call. I'll give you some levers to understand, like you understand finance or understand sales. We'll give you some levers to understand your business from an IT perspective, and then figuring out from there uh, what what if anything we can do to help or where to guide you with your existing. Um, what you know, somebody's somebody's providing that support today, so either helping you figure out the questions to go ask, or if you're not happy, you need to make a change, you need to figure it out, then then be a hopefully a source of expertise to to help companies figure out what what the next best step is yep exactly so uh val.king at whitehatvirtual.com i'll go ahead and drop that in the show notes so everybody has that if you want to reach out to val and i appreciate val i think i was uh, at a conference uh, just last month and i got a chance to sit across from val and his his lovely wife uh, at dinner and we were talking, getting to know each other. And I think uh, I think I asked the question, how many shows did you speak at and travel to last year? And I think, what, was it in the 40s? Do I remember that? Yes. Did you say that? <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, somewhere between 40 and 45, depending on what you would, what, what officially qualifies as a show. But yes, a, a lot of places last year. Absolutely. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. And no wonder your company's growing like crazy. I, I thought I was in, impressed with my own schedule. I think I spoke at eight and I was like, wow, I was pretty busy last year. And you said 40 something. I fell out of my chair. Anyway, that's amazing. Uh, and what I love about Val is he'll always stop what he's doing and, and talk to people because he has a heart to help people. And uh, so take take him up on it. Reach out to Val King. And so, Val, thanks for being on the program, talking about your background and, and your company's uh, success a little bit more. Uh, any any final words of wisdom to, to lead the audience? Uh, I would say don't be afraid of IT. Uh, IT should be a competitive advantage for your business, and you do not need to be a rocket scientist to get value out of it. But don't ignore it either. It's very easy to focus on the things you know and the things you're comfortable with and not pay attention to IT, but you've got competitors that are not doing that, that are paying attention to IT. So uh, it's very easy to get behind the axle, build a, you know around the axle, uh, have a lot of technical debt, and to put yourself in a difficult situation because you're not paying attention to it. So it's not scary. There's probably three or four things that plain old normal people can do to get a handle on it, to make sure that uh, it it serves you and serves your business and serves the, the fire in your belly that gets you out of bed every day. If it's baking bread, selling flowers, whatever you want to do, make sure you're leveraging it as a tool to get to do the thing that you wanted to do when you took all the risk in the first place. Don't let it be something that tears your business up or slows you down because it's just not that difficult. We just make it sound that way in this industry. Yep. Yep. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. All right, Val. Hey, thanks for spending some time with us today. Um, everybody uh, tune in to the SMB community podcast and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So if you've got any questions out there, uh, whether it's for Val or myself, feel free to reach out to me, let me know, and we're happy to address those on the program, or I could reach out to Val for you, uh, james at kernanconsulting.com. And uh, Val, thanks again for being on the program. You have a great rest of your day.